Hey there, thanks for checking out my podcast. This episode was recorded originally as a video, so if you'd prefer to watch it, head over to my YouTube channel. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy. All right, so let's talk about buying the dips. You see, the, the buy the dip strategy has been extremely popular for the last, what, year and a half? In fact, for the past few years, people have been talking about that buying the dip is a strategy that just works. They say it's pretty easy, right? All you have to do is wait basically until the markets dip or a stock dips and then you start buying it and everything will be fine. But when do you know how to do this, right? I mean, we'll, we'll take a look at a few examples here. And uh, in this video, I want to show you exactly what is the buy the dip strategy. We'll talk about how to use this strategy. We'll show you, show you pros and cons of this strategy. I'll give you several examples. In fact, I've been looking for 10 examples for you today of good stocks where you can buy the dip okay stocks where you should do it and then also some stocks where you should not buy the dip. Then I also want to talk about why they have been lying to you about this strategy that supposedly is the easiest strategy in the world, right? Okay, so let's jump right on the chart so that I can show you a few examples. Now, one of the examples that many people use here when talking about buy the dip strategy is Microsoft. And we're switching to a weekly chart here. And when you switch to a weekly chart and we, we're just zooming out a little bit. See, now we basically see what has been happening since uh, what? 2017, it has just been going up. And the idea here is as soon as Microsoft dips a little bit, that you start buying it and then it just keeps going higher. So the idea is to buy stocks at a discount. Now, if we take a look at a daily chart here and also see what has been happening thus far this year in 2021, you can see that this strategy on a stock like Microsoft has been a really great strategy. Um, oops, no idea why it switched to that. So let me just go to the markup here again. There we go. All right, and uh, you, you get the idea. We're just buying the dip, it goes higher, buying the dip, it goes higher. And therefore, it's a foolproof strategy, right? I mean, everybody can make money with the strategy. Another stock that people who like this buy the dip strategy often use is, is um, Google. And uh, you see, even on Google, if, we, if you're zooming out here for a few years, where Google has moved from $800 to $2,900, this is where most people say, yeah, just buy the dip and you will be just fine. So as soon as Google starts retracing, we will be good. So these are two examples that are perfect for this strategy. But what about some other popular stocks, like for example, Tesla? If we take a look at Tesla and uh, we just uh, take a look at what happened here this year, let's actually zoom out. And at first it seems that with Tesla, I mean, this only can go up, right? I mean. What's happening here, uh, Tesla went from what, $100 to $1,200 in a matter of only two years. So yeah, buying the dip seemed to make a lot of sense. But you see, here's one of the challenges. What if you saw that Tesla has been trading at around 900 right here, and then it started dipping back to 800 and you bought it at 800, but then this was not the dip. The dip was going further down to around 600. So at first you are underwater. Now again with Tesla, no big deal. It only lasted for a few months and then you were right back up. So let me just uh, get rid of this here really quick. 
show it to you on a daily chart and uh, we, we zoom out here a little bit so that you see what happened. Okay, so we are going from 900 to 600 and then within a matter of weeks, I mean just a matter of months, we are jumping right back. So apparently this is also a very good strategy. However, here is one of the challenges and the challenge is that during this time, while it is recovering, you're not making any money. So this, this buy the dip causes you to have some, some dead money in the market for quite a while. And uh, you see, even popular stocks like Apple here are not immune. So with Apple, also uh, one of the darlings where everybody said, oh yeah, just buy the dip because Apple has been going from what? Now split adjusted because Apple had a split of uh, what? Around $20 to $160. That is what? 800%. That's kind of crazy. But as you can see, if we are looking at, uh, at this year here and we're switching over to to a daily chart so that we can see this a little bit better. Then you see uh, this year, we started with 140, went down as much as 120. We're piddling around between 120 and 130 until finally cracking 150 and 160. But so for this year, this buying the dip strategy for Apple has not really worked out. Now, let me show you some extreme examples. Uh, so one of the darlings, of uh, 2020 was Peloton, right? The bike with the uh, with an iPad strapped to it. So this is where you see it went from $20 to $170. And then you could have just bought the dip. But uh, let's take a look at this. If you had bought the dip, as soon as it dipped down, let's say from 180 to 140, right? And then it dipped down to 120 to 100. Came by it right back up, but now it is trading at $44. So buying the dip would not have worked out here. Let me show you another example. Another example here is Zoom. Zoom also a darling in, uh, in 2020 during the pandemic because everybody was switching over to Zoom. Zoom went from $80 to $600. That's a 500% increase. And you would think, oh yeah, nothing can go wrong here with Zoom. All we need to do is buy the dip. But if you had done it here and uh, when it moved up to 180 and it dipped back to 100, uh, let's say, and 40, and it would have bought it here, you see what has happened. It's now trading at $44 and you would sit at a huge big loss. Now you might say, well, these are extremes, right? I mean, this is Zoom and uh, Peloton here. Let's talk about some more solid stocks, like for example, Walt Disney. The Walt Disney Company, if you're looking at a weekly chart here, we'll also see that Disney is a stock that has been moving higher, relatively uh, stable, and then recently reached 200. And now it started dipping to 190 and you say, oh my gosh, that's a bargain. Let's buy this maybe at 180 and 170. And you see that right now it is trading at 148. So. Why am I showing you this example when we talk about buy the dip strategy? Well, this is where, you see, I'm kind of mad when I hear this, that people say, oh my God, yeah, you just have to buy the dip. You will be just fine. No, it doesn't work this way. You need to know which stocks are really worth buying the dip. And even if you look at solid stocks like Disney, or even when it was Tesla or Apple, it can be that these stocks are going sideways for quite a while. And this is why. I think, or I say, they have been lying to you because they say it is that easy. 
you just wait for retracement. Now, let me show you some very specific examples of stocks that I am currently trading where buying the dip is not as easy. And I want to show you exactly how I am doing it. So I'm going back to my iPad here. And you know that one of the strategies that I like to trade is the wheel strategy. And the idea is that you're selling puts and by doing so, you're buying stocks at a discount. Now, this is where I like to make sure that this stock is going sideways, right? Sideways or slightly up. And as you can see here, Boeing has been trading sideways pretty much for the whole year. And we already know the story about Boeing. Boeing is doing well and then there is some more news about planes that are not working or that are grounded or something like this. And then it dips. And right a few weeks afterwards, they say, oh, we fixed the problem. And the FAA says, yeah, you fixed the problem. It is all good. And Boeing is right back up. So this is one of the stocks where I have been selling puts and I'm okay getting assigned there. Another one is ARGF. So you see, the stocks that I rather like to trade is stocks that are sideways, not something like Microsoft that is just shooting up or Google that is just shooting up. For me, stocks like ARGF, Boeing, uh, Merck, I mean, it's a, it's a trade that I did today. And if you look at a weekly chart, we see for how long Merck has been going sideways. So these are stocks that I like to trade. And if you're interested in learning on how exactly I trade these stocks, I'll link to a, to a few videos in the description, especially to the wheel strategy. Take a look at this. So long story short, what is it with buying this dip strategy? Yes, they who sell you this buying the dip strategy say, oh yeah, it's that easy. It has been working out all year. They like to use major stocks like Microsoft and Google. Maybe they show you the indices like the S&P 500 or the Nasdaq. Let's take a look at this here really quick so that you see exactly what I mean by this. So if you're switching back to the, to the S&P 500 here and we are looking at a weekly chart, you see, yes, buying the dip would have worked out. But as you can see, you can also get hurt very badly when you're picking the wrong stocks. So whenever they tell you, oh yeah, trading stocks is easy. No, it is not. Trading stocks and options can be simple. And this is what I like to show you here on this channel. It doesn't have to be complicated, but it is not as easy as they say, as taking candy from a kid. By the way, what kind of saying is this? Have you ever tried to take candy from a kid? That is not easy at all. I mean, these kids are holding on to their candies. Anyhow, Hope you find this helpful. If you would like to learn trading strategies that work, take a look at the, uh, at the links that I have in the description for you. And I hope to see you in the next video. Take care. All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. And if you could do me a huge favor and rate it, that would mean a lot to me. Just leave a five-star rating and let others know what you think about the podcast. Also, you can go to rockwelltrading.com social, where you'll find links to all of my social media accounts, as well as event info, blogs, and other cool updates I have for you. Thank you so much for listening, and remember to join me next time. Until then, have a great time, and I'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.